Proverbs 27, verse 1. Do not boast about tomorrow, for you do not know what a day may bring. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Amen. Well, Jackson, looking back to January 1st, 2022, I can um, verify the truth of this proverb, and um, I'm sure you can too. Goodness gracious. You've made a big move this year. Yeah. I did not expect to be in Atlanta, Georgia. I was about to say, did you have any <laughs> idea January 1st, 2022, that you'd be living in the Southeast? Oh, no, 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 I did not. <laughs> Here, yeah. Here you are in your Alabama Crimson Tide hat, <laughs> sitting across from another Georgia resident. Nice and cold. Uh, yeah. yeah, nice and <laughs> nice and chilly. Um, not that LA weather. But yeah, so we're we're looking ahead to the new year. We've we've wrapped up our Advent study and this is a great uh, little proverb. You know, we we sing this often, and all glory be to Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's the to you who boast tomorrow's gain. Tell me what is your life? Yeah. And so this is a great verse, and, and um, you know we can all relate to this on some degree. Of every year is full of um, change. It's full of tragedy and triumph and chaos and calm of all sorts that we cannot really anticipate. So, but, you know, obviously we can say that, but to understand that in a biblical light and live in the peace of Christ, that's like an extra step of application. So what are your thoughts on this truth and how we can, you know, it can not invoke anxiety, but actually invoke faith. What are your thoughts? Yeah. um, It's just such a, I don't know. It's almost like a, a haunting sort of sort of idea. I mean, yeah, do not boast about tomorrow for you do not know what a day may bring. I, we really strongly desire to be a people who know what tomorrow is going to bring. You know, and we plan and we budget and we order our lives with this expectation that tomorrow is going to be sort of like today, you know, like it's going to be filled with the stuff that, that our lives are typically filled with. Mm -hmm. And, and part of what we see in scripture over and over and over again is, is that, you know, the, only the Lord knows what is, is coming our way. And so you've got the famous passage in, in, um, James four, for instance, that talks about boasting, uh, uh, about tomorrow, so come now, you who say today or tomorrow we will go into such and such a town and spend a year there and trade and make a profit. Yet you do not know what tomorrow will bring. What is your life? Mm. For you are a mist that appears for a little time and then vanishes. Instead, you ought to say, if the Lord wills, we will live and do this or that. As it is, you boast in your arrogance. All such boasting is evil. So whoever knows the right thing to do and fails to do it, for him it is sin. So... I think there is uh, just frankly a type of arrogance that we can approach the future with. Mm. And um, and more than that, there is a type of way that we could think about the future that is really devoid of God and his plans yeah. and what he is seeking to accomplish. Absolutely. And, and I think that's really what that passage in James is, is getting at. There, There's a sort of approach to life that says, if the Lord wills, we hold our futures open-handed. But but there's also a a way that we can approach our lives our futures that's really me centered yeah and uh and you know so it strikes me we're we're wrapping up 2022 with all of the the bumps and the 
the the turns and the ups and the downs and, and all mm-hmm. the things that happened there that we never could have expected. Now we're going into a new year and we have an opportunity to, to come back and think about the nature of time and say, what what is the purpose of time? Mm. Well, is it to serve ourselves and our little, you know, uh, mini kingdoms or is it to serve the purposes of God? Yeah. Is it something that we can hold with an open hand such that the Lord leads us to the left or the right? Um, yeah, it, it seems like we have an opportunity here to um, be invited into a better way of thinking about the way that we steward our lives. Absolutely. Yeah, we read yesterday Psalm 90, and um, Dees and I kind of dug into this idea that wisdom, like a life of, of biblical wisdom, is sort of this two-step dance of realizing the reality of our life through the all-encompassing lens of it's not that long yep. and our days are numbered, yep. but also not getting swept away in the anxieties of the days that lay ahead of us and uh-huh. behind us, but just receiving daily bread. And I think this proverb definitely speaks to that, that, you know, we've not yet been given tomorrow's daily bread and yeah. we never will be, you know, the Lord, his, his will is always to give us the, the strength and the wisdom and the words sufficient for the day. And so, you know, I think the, the greatest piece of of biblical wisdom we could offer to somebody and to ourselves on December 30th of 2022 is to be concerned with being faithful on December 30th of 2022. And, you know, it's, it's building a lifetime that where the trajectory is faithfulness to God and, faithfulness to the people that God has put us around and that rhythm of faithfulness uh, of communion with God and fellowship with other people and, um, you know, living as ambassadors, that really simple rhythm is what will carry us through and not the anxieties or boasting of tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. You know, even you saying that reminds me of one of the darker seasons of my life, but um, my oldest son, Henry is, the greatest kid ever. Love him to death. Dude, Henry Randall. He's Henry like, Randall. He's the man. He's the man. Great he, athlete in the making. You know, he's, he's on his way. He's on his way. I've got, I've got high hopes. Four or five star recruit. We'll see. That said, <laughs> he was the world's worst sleeper when he was a little kid. Uh, and there were just times where I thought, I'm never going to sleep again <laughs> uh, because this kid just demanded so much attention in the middle of the night. And he was so content to just be wide awake. Yeah. And, uh, but there were so many nights where I would sit there pleading with God to make him go to sleep. And and eventually my my prayers turned from pleading with God for him to go to sleep to like, Lord, let your grace be sufficient for the day. You say that your grace is sufficient for the yeah. day. So I'm asking for you to make that be true for me. Yeah. Um, and so I'd pray that prayer literally daily, um, multiple times. Um, and... And it often felt like the Lord didn't really answer that prayer. It felt like Henry didn't go to sleep. Like I, I was still up with him for a long time or my wife would be up with him for a long time. And then I'd go through the next day exhausted and tired. Um, but about eight months passed. And one day I was up in the middle of the night with my son, Henry, and I prayed that same prayer again. And all of a sudden it occurred to me that God's grace had been sufficient for the day for the past eight months. Mm. And, and I didn't really have eyes to see in the moment 
that God was providing his sustenance and providing his life and yeah. giving energy and keeping my eyes fixed on Jesus throughout the course of that time. But he, he was mm-hmm. like, that, that was, he was very active in that mm-hmm. the entire way. And so kind of having my eyes open to the fact that God was with me in those moments reminded me in that moment, like, oh yeah, God's with me today. And, and part of my job is to just be faithful as I'm sitting here holding my son, trying to get him back to sleep, trying to love him. And so, you know, as, as Jason will say, like, let's take the next step of faith. Let's do the next thing that we're supposed to be doing, right? And so let's, uh, let's not be so concerned about tomorrow that we end up, um, you know, tripping over ourselves or, or taking our eyes off of Jesus, but having eyes fixed on Jesus, mm. experiencing his grace today, let's take the next step of faith. And may that be to the glory of God and the good of our neighbor. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, it's a great word for wise living and we're going to continue on tomorrow. Jackson, I hope you get some great sleep tonight with your three children. Oh, now. please Lord. <laughs> well, we'll see you tomorrow for Jackson Randall and Will Carlisle. Oh, wow. For Jackson Randall, this is Will Carlisle. We're both tired. We'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Our Daily Rhythm. I'm Jason Dees, one of the pastors of Christ Covenant, and Our Daily Rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's Word. If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404-465-1737. Again, that's 404 404- 465-1737 or email me directly at jason at christcovenant.com. We'll meet you again tomorrow for our daily rhythm.